Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Bar Babble Podcast. I'm your host Lucy, your 30-something-year-old introverted friend who likes to babble about nerdy shit that we normally don't babble about at the bar. Anything from self-development, career and business, wellness, just figuring out life. But let's face it, if you're introverted just like me, you would rather be at home in your PJs. So why don't we bring the Bar Babble to my place? This Bar Babble community is for the introverts just like myself who sometimes feel awkward at those dinner parties that talk about arts, politics, or just any topic that just make you feel anxious. So meet me in my virtual home on Thursdays and let's cook, munch, and babble together about today's topic. Hey friend, how you doing? How's the week going? How's January going? I finally got my passion planner the other week. It arrived on my birthday, so it was the perfect gift to receive in the mail. And receiving a notebook, an agenda, or just any type of planner to start a new year just makes me so motivated. I've been using the Passion Planner for years, since 2020. And so it's been this this um, it's this great instrument that has helped me basically get shit done, even during pandemic times. I started using the Passion Planner back in 2020. And because of the Passion Planner, I was able to launch this podcast. Um, and without it, we, you and I wouldn't have been connected. So I'm very thankful for that. This is not sponsored, by the way. I just wanted to kind of shout out the passion planner. And because I got the passion planner, I started setting it up. And so if you're not familiar with the passion planner, it's this agenda planner, uh, weekly or daily agenda or planner that you can use to basically brain dump and to also um, structureize your daily habits around your big goals, whether it's a three month goal, a six month goal, a yearly goal, or even a lifetime goal. So it really helps you break down these big goals into achievable steps. Um, Feel free to check it out. Go on on the website. You can actually download the pages for free if you're not ready to invest in the passion planner or you kind of just want to make your own or want to see what it's up to or what it's about. It's woman owned. It's uh, owned by an Asian um, woman. And so I love supporting um, uh, companies like this. And so I got the Latte Brown Passion Planner. I feel so luxurious. I feel so bougie. And I'm still kind of setting up the back end pages, but I was doing the brain stump, uh, the brain dump or roadmap um, at the beginning pages. So if you're familiar with the Passion Planner, you know that the at the beginning pages, there's like a brain dump section where it will ask you to just brainstorm like your big goals and break them down into, you know, three months and to a year to put dates and to kind of take actionable steps throughout you know each quarter each month each day to really kind of build on those big goals so the passion planner has been my tried and true and I'm just so happy to have it and it just makes me so motivated like I mentioned this is not sponsored at all but if you if this is something that you know you're like Lucy it's a brand new year and I've been I I need something to just to keep me motivated I need something to start over or I just need something just to kind of keep me aligned with you know brand new habits maybe this is the year for wellness for you or nutrition or this is a year to start a family no matter you know what walk in life or the season that you're in it's a really great instrument to help you just stay aligned with your goals and with whatever word that you have for the year. The reason why I mentioned the Passion Planner is because it was actually the inspiration behind today's topic. As you can see, I want to be talking about how to start over intentionally. 
this is going to kind of be a mini masterclass of how to start over 101. As somebody who has started over twice before, I've moved to uh, across country twice. I've started, you know, different jobs in different industries. I've been in, you know, new relationships. And in starting, you know, um, new cities, you also meet new friends. And so uh, from somebody that has started over twice, I feel like, you know, 2024 is kind of like a new trajectory for me and it's kind of calling me and demanding me to start fresh with new habits and new mindset and all of that jazz so I thought why don't I kind of have like a master class for anybody that is aligned with what I'm talking about today if you feel like 2024 is that chapter for you of starting fresh starting new um, you know just becoming better in, in in any aspect it could be a relationship it could be a new city it could be a new job a new industry then why don't we babble about that together and I want to make sure like in reviewing kind of like, you know, the, the times that I've started over, I'm like, what are the things that I've made a mistake in? Or what are the things like I wish that the version of me now could tell that version of myself? I wish that I had, you know, an older sister like me to tell me like, no girl, like, let me hold your hand through those process, like through each of those moves. And I didn't really have somebody like that. So I will be that for you today. Before we jump into the babble, as you can see, I'm going to be attempting to make a sushi bake. I know, I know, I'm very late to the trend. I think this this trend came up, what, in 2020, 2021 times, or I don't really know. But, um, you know, I had a lot of leftover seafood from the holiday season, and I'm doing a fridge cleanout, like I mentioned before, because I planned to make paella, and that never happened. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, what can I make? And I realized that I had all ingredients to make a sushi bake. So this is my first time to make a sushi bake. And if this is your first time, or maybe your 12th time, and you're obsessed with sushi bake, why don't we just have something so simple that we can pop in the oven, and then, you know, we can sit on the couch together and babble about how to start over intentionally um as always for any of the foodie content make sure to follow me over on threads and instagram comment on them um below and with a picture of your sushi bake before we dive into how to start over intentionally i want to know from y'all are you a a digital planner girly or are you a physical planner girly like are you want to buy a notebook from target or from amazon or from walmart and you're like yeah i need to write it down are you more of like a physical a digital planner girly where you're using notion i know that's been the hype lately um i'm kind of both but i am an old-fashioned girly i will always need a physical journal a physical agenda and a physical book um i feel like my job is always you know working virtually and everything is just so high tech that there's something about pen to paper for me like even if i'm brainstorming when it comes to content or strategizing for a client whatever that may be i need to write it down i'm the one taking notes i'm like there's just something about it where i retain that information better i'm sure that there's a psychology article behind that but I am a physical planner girly, and so I'm so excited to be using my new passion planner, and I also journal every single morning, and that's one of my non-negotiable habits that I must do at least a couple times a week. So let me know over on the Spotify threads or Instagram polls if you're a digital planner girly or a physical planner girly. Hey, and if you're trying to switch things up a bit, if you are starting over and you're like, Lucy, you know what? I've never been a planner and I think maybe, you know, you sold me on that passion planner and, you know, I, I think that's something that I need in order for me to to um, keep myself and hold myself accountable when I'm, you know, starting over. And no matter how that looks like for you, whether it's just changing your whole identity 
changing the way that you eat, changing the way that you look. Maybe you want to do some inner outer work. Maybe this is the year of therapy for you. And maybe you just need something to hold yourself accountable. And so I highly recommend the Passion Planner or just any planner out there. You can grab it on Amazon, um, you know, for, for cheap for $5. Or like I mentioned, you can definitely just print them out for free over on Passion Planner. And I love supporting small brands, women-owned brands, and also from diverse um, owners as well. So why don't we get into the actual babble of how to start over intentionally. So let me kind of give you a backstory of kind of like the credentials of, you know, why I'm talking about this and why I'm kind of like your big sister or like your bestie, you know, giving you kind of like the five steps of what I'm doing in this time to really make sure that I'm starting over intentionally based on my previous experiences, the mistakes that I made. And in looking back, I'm just like, damn, I wish somebody you know, said this to me, I wish somebody, you know, taught me this. And unfortunately, no one did. And you know, it was through trial and error, it was through mistakes, it was through living, that, you know, has led me to this point where I'm like, you know what, if life has called me to start over, what can I do better? So I'm, I want to kind of give you a backdrop of my two um, moments of when I started over. So I went to college in South Florida in Miami, and I lived there for six years. So I went to school there, did the whole university did thing, did my whole um, big girl career thing. And that's how I started in, in um, marketing. And then life led me back to my hometown of Los Angeles. Uh, heard of it? Small town? No? Okay, cool. Um, so... And I thought that I was going to be in L- in Los Angeles indefinitely. Like I had every, I had every plan to, to reroute myself from my Florida life back to the West Coast and just to just build my home, like to find my own community, to find my own you know routine as an adult. I think I was in my mid twenties at that time. I was around 25, 26. and so. I- I grew up in LA. I was born and raised in LA, but I didn't have the eyes and the perspectives of of an adult living in Los Angeles. And so, you know, coming from, you know, being, you know, with the eyes of a five-year-old or somebody that went to school in LA compared to now being an adult and, you know, having, you know, been in that career for a couple years at that point, like I felt like I was a different person coming back home, right? So I came with a different identity and I also shifted uh, careers at that point or industries, I should say. And so it's funny how, you know, that was kind of like a a, a new shift for me, even if it meant coming home because it was a brand new identity. I was definitely different um, and I, you know, was trying to meet new friends. I was in a new industry and I, I wanted to just to find my own version of home in my hometown. Unfortunately, life had other plans for me and it demanded another start over and I was only in LA for a year and I had all these opportunities that shifted me to New York City. New York City was never in the cards for me. That was something that was never in my brain, something that was never on a journal or a vision board or like, you know, when you're dreaming of these crazy or Delubu ideas, New York City never came into my brain. And I, you know, life just led me there, all these opportunities that led me for another new beginning. So that's another new city 
to the to the East Coast. And if you're from New York City or if you've been there, you know it is a whole different world. Um, and I also, I kind of shifted industries again. I was back in marketing uh, specifically. I was working virtually and this was all before the pandemic. Um, and so it demanded a new version of me. Life, life was like, you need to start over again in a new city, back to your roots in marketing and meeting new people, a new, um, you know, way of living. You know, I sold my car uh, and I I had a whole podcast episode about, you know, my journey and in uh, moving to New York City. So I was walking everywhere and I was using, you know, the subway um, and the train and public transportation, which I was not familiar with. And so again, that was starting over a new identity. And so from somebody that has started over twice, brand new city, new industries, new job, new making new friends, a new environment, a new community, um, different seasons, right? I never experienced snow. I never experienced winter. I never experienced a true fall I have always between Florida and and in Southern California it's sunshine or rain or hurricane obviously in, in Florida um but I never experienced that and so from somebody that has started over you know I, I think that 2024 after a challenging year for 20 from 2023 life has been calling me again to start over so when I started building my passion planner I'm like am I a failure? Like, why am I starting over for the third time? Like, is there something that I'm not seeing? Like, I'm not connecting the dots as to like, what am I doing wrong? Like, there's something wrong. There's something missing. Like, there's a different element. And I was brainstorming. I was in my thoughts. I was kind of just, you know, being reflective and being very intuitive and thinking like, you know what? I don't think it's about like starting over or, you know, coming from challenging times. Sometimes we're thinking new year, new me. But I think what has been demanding from me and even within the community, the, the common conversations that I've been hearing and the vibrations online and even, you know, in the conversations I've been having is kind of like this freshness, like this fresh or like a, a, a sense of renewal per se, right? And that can mean in any aspect, whether it's just a, a hobby, whether it's just a lot of people want to start a podcast, you know, whether it's writing a book, going back to school or switching gears a little bit. Um, or moving, you know, to a new city, there's, there's just this sense of renewal um, in the air for 2024 for a lot of people, and including myself. And so I, I don't know, like, I, I, I was in my thoughts, and I was like, am I a failure? Like, why am I doing this again for the third time? And being in my reflective, you know, my nerdy self, I was like, you know what, I don't think it's about failure. It's about, you know, the trajectory of my life, that this is demanding something completely different from me, like the life that, you know, what life is calling me to, to do in terms of like my purpose, you know, it is demanding something completely different in the way that I'm thinking, the way that I um, prioritizing different things. And so it's not about a, a new year, new me, it's about a better year and a better me. And taking everything that I've learned from the first time timeline of my life or the first trajectory of my life, the first, you know, that chapter of my life of do, of the big girl career mentality of like, go, 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 the hustle mentality, being in the masculine mindset, and now shifting more into the feminine and being like, you know what, slow down a little bit, prioritize what is, you know, important to you, which is your health, people, relationships, things like that, right? 
a question came to mind about, you know, thinking about like, okay, if it's a better year and a better me, you know, looking back at the two times that I've started over, what was the missing element? And so I was reflecting on that, like, what were the things that I wish that I had or wish that I needed? And I was looking back at those two moments in, in time. And I'm like, what did I anchor on? What was the foundation that I had to lean on when I didn't know what the hell I was doing half of the time, who was somebody that I depended on or like leaned on when I was scared or I didn't know what to do? And I think the missing element there, the key word was the foundation. And so that word has been coming up. And I was, you know, you know, journaling about it and, and deep in my thoughts. I went back again to the book that changed my life, which is Welcome Home by Najwa Zebian. I had a whole podcast episode. I talk about this book a lot. And I even um, heard it from a Jay Shetty podcast talking about like the pillars in life or the foundation. And so I thought, you know, something that I didn't really build on or something that I didn't really have in terms of my foundation was the foundation of my internal home in those in those two pivots of my life, those two moments where I had to start over because it was just either I moved for a career and that was that. And both times it was literally like my anchor was my career and we can't change, we, we can't control things. What if that career is taken away from me? Whether I lose a job, things shift, uh, you know, the industry is completely depleted, the company shuts down. So what what's going to be my anchor? Are there people? Is there, you know, something that I'm leaning on? And so that has been a big a word for me in in looking at how to really start over intentionally is building on those foundations. And so I want to talk about the five steps that I'm doing now to start over intentionally based on the trials, the tribulations, the errors, the mistakes that I've made in the past um, because I didn't have a foundation, because I didn't have the anchor to my home. So um, what are those five steps, Lucy? Uh, before we begin, I want to know, where are you right now in the trajectory of your life? Are you called to start over? And that can mean anything. Maybe you've been in a relationship for way too long, and for some reason, you're just like, it's just not fulfilling me anymore. Like, things, you know, I just feel like I've outgrown it. Um, maybe life is calling you to move to a new city. Maybe life has been calling you to change you know, careers. Maybe you've experienced, like you're one of the people that have experienced one of the major layoffs. The company, you know, has completely collapsed and it's no longer exist. Like it doesn't even exist. Um, you know, the, the industry has shifted and you just don't even know where to go. And so maybe life is demanding you right now to start over. Maybe you recently went to the doctor and you had a health scare. Maybe, you know, there was a health scare in your family that is making you prioritize your health for everybody, right? And so maybe life, like these little hiccups, these bumps, these plot twists, these challenges are opportunities to start over in something. But when you start over in something and life is demanding that for you, what is your foundation? Who, what, when, where, like what is the thing that you can lean on no matter where life takes you? So this was this whole concept of the five steps that I'm going to go through of what I'm building right now and I'm going to be sharing it with y'all is, is like I mentioned inspired by that Jay Shetty podcast episode but also on the Welcome Home book by Najma Zebian. So if you think about 
a chair, or if you think about a table, you have what makes it stable are the legs. There's four, there's four legs, right? If you think of a home, right, which is my, my whole mantra, my whole concept for, from 2023, there's normally these pillars, right, of the foundation of the home. And so for me, I thought, what were, what is, what was my foundation back then? I think the only thing that was literally my priority was my career. Like I was such a career focused girly and I think I will always be but my focuses now have shifted but I was always on the go 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 like I was always like I need to achieve I need to produce I need to be in the hustle mentality the girl girl boss era and there's nothing wrong with that if that is something that is resonating with you right now but for me right now it's it's not it's not the same and and because I've done that and I feel like you know life is calling me to to think differently to act differently and to just be be different and so when you're thinking of a home there's all these pillars right and so what I thought about was something that I need to do to start over intentionally is to focus on those four pillars because looking back in life there were a lot of things that were not in my control whether it was a job shift whether it was moving to cities whether it was you know people coming and going whether it's friendships whether it's business relationships whether it's you know a romantic relationship no matter what that is you can't control everything that happens the people that come and go the opportunities that come and go into you know into your in into your inbox whatever that may be but you know you can control you and becoming better and so what do you lean on what is your foundation so I was like okay what are the four things in my internal home that no matter if I have to pack up and go to a brand new city right if I have to leave if I have to shift gears a little bit what are the four things that will always make me remain stable um no matter what life throws at me right and so I had to really be intuitive and really figure out like what are the four pillars that make me me based on my personality based on my values based on just my priorities based on my purpose and so with that concept of welcome home the way that I'm starting intentionally is building on that foundation and creating a system I don't think I had a system you know going back um in time, you know, 10 years ago, seven years ago, I think I, it was just go, go, go and just focusing on career and just figuring things out based on the conditioning of what was taught on, you know, social media or your friends or through generational uh, methods and, and thinking like the old school way. Um, and so that was something that I kind of quote unquote made a mistake was I didn't really have a foundation to lean on. And so I always felt like, you know, when, when I had to pivot, I always felt lost or I always felt like I didn't have an anchor. I didn't have a, a foundation to fall on because it was like, I was counting on the foundation of one thing of one pillar, which was a career, which was a relationship, which was um, a, a certain identity, which was whatever that was, right? And so, I, I wanna, I wanna hear from you. Um, do you, do you think that you have a foundation? Do you have four pillars in your foundation right now? And if not, let's go through that together. So here's kind of like what I've been thinking. Number one is step number one is to rebuild or to identify your foundation. Just like a home or just like a table, or just like a chair to make it stable, you have these pillars. And the pillars for me are the four important um, 
columns or sections in your life that make you you that could be a career that could be your health that could be a relationship that could be your family that could be anything so for me it was to rebuild or to identify what my foundation was by specifically listing those four pillars so go ahead and list that out or just write this note down so that you can kind of reflect on that later so based on knowing yourself right knowing who you are knowing your values knowing your priorities in you know whatever the season that you are right now um what is what are the four pillars for you no matter where you go in life um and the question may come up and be like lucy can these four pillars change Something that I thought of was, I think your focuses can change, but no matter where you go, these are pillars that all kind of interweb together. There's something that needs, there's like an interconnectedness that one affects the other. Here's an example. Um, Let's take two popular pillars that are important to a lot of people. Let's take family and let's take career, right? Um, Let's say that your focus in this season right now, like you need to give a little bit of love and attention to family for whatever reason. Maybe you're sick, maybe you're starting a family, maybe you want to have a third baby, whatever that may be, right? And so in order for you to make sure that you can prioritize your family, you need to make sure that the bills are paid. And where does your your bills are paid, whether that's your career, whether that's your business, um, and you need to make sure that you're also, you know, going to work you're not skipping work or whatever that may be and you need to make sure that everything is is flowing through there so these things are interconnected these pillars are interconnected that if you only focus 100% on your family most likely your career is gonna you know something's going to happen with your career in in the stability of that pillar and that will affect your family because that's most likely where you're getting your income your resources your health insurance um whatever that may be in order to support your family if vice versa if you only focus 100 percent on your career there's going to be something that's happening within your family your kids will feel neglected your partner your spouse whatever that may be and you're going to be like oh my god like my kid is walking or my kid you know, needed me and I didn't even realize it because I was 100% focused on my career. So think of the four important um, pillars in the foundation of your internal home that all kind of interconnect together. And for me, I think these things will never change, but my focuses and my attention will change through season. There might be a season where I need to give 50% to a little bit, but I need to make sure that I also make sure I create a system to make sure that the other pillars have maintenance, right? Just like building a home or just like, you know, uh, maintaining a home, sometimes in the foundation, there's going to be a crack. And so if there's a crack in the family pillar, if there's a crack in the career pillar, in the health pillar, that's where you need to focus your attention on in that season. And once you repair that crack, then you can focus, you know, everything is is kind of aligned. Does that make sense? Are you following? So I just wanted to kind of make sure that I, I, I... build a clear picture for you when it comes to step one is how to rebuild and identify your foundation is identify the four pillars that are important to you uh, throughout your entire life um, and really be clear about that really reflect and just because you know in this season you may be focused to one it doesn't mean that the others are not needed that was a mistake that I made so for example when life called me 
um, you know, to focus on a lot of family members, you know, there were a lot of things that, you know, fell through the cracks. I was not paying attention to my health. And obviously that also affected my job. And so I, I realize now that when you have your four pillars, you have to work on maintaining them and build a system to make sure that you are, um, you, you're not, something is not falling through the cracks. So that was something that I wanted to make sure that I shared with y'all. Step number two is identify the specifics under each pillar. So career, what does that mean for you, right? So let's say let's take the two popular ones, career and family or relationships, right? Relationships can mean family, that can mean friendships, that can mean your community. If you're going to church, if you um, are networking, that can also mean business partnerships. What does that mean to you? So in, in those things like it, it can't just be like, yeah, my immediate family, like there could be other relationships. Maybe your friends also need you and you need them, right? Um, what about career? Maybe, you know, in your career, maybe you're still in the nine to five, but then you want to go for promotion or you want to have a side hustle or you want to start a business. And so those things can be under your career. So be very specific under each pillar, what that means for you under career, under health, under family. I'll give you an example of mine for health. What under that pillar um, is my physical health, my mental health and my emotional health. And I was very specific about what those mean to me. Physical health can mean for this year, getting back into into running and taking steps to get back into that, um, starting in the springtime. My mental and emotional health, whether that means going to therapy, whether that means an extra day of self-care in my week because I need to rest a little bit more, right? So be very specific under each pillar what that means to you. Step number three. Identify what is the focus for this year. So like I mentioned, when you have these four pillars, it's so hard to be an adult in this day and age and to do everything all at once and to be everything, to do the job, to do the family, to do the career, to be the businesswoman, to do the podcast, to write the book, to to feed a kid, to to, to take care of you know your elderly parents, to work on your habits, to to run a marathon. We can't, we can't be everything all at one time. That was also a mistake that I learned because that's when, you know, all your foundations will crack and that's when your home will diminish because you're not focused on maintaining or focusing on one pillar at a time when there is a certain crack on one pillar, right? So what is the focus for this year? We've talked about this in a previous podcast episode where I like to have mantras for the year. Um, And so your mantra, or that could be your focus. So if your focus is family, right? That could be the focus for this year. That could be, you know, one of your pillars. Maybe you're like, you know what? I definitely want to start a family this year or I want to get into a new relationship. Maybe uh, you want to start dating again. Maybe, you know, you just, your kids are growing up and you're like, damn, like they're, they're not going to be this age, you know, for that long. So I want to make sure that I soak up every moment and I want to pay attention to them more. And so when you have that focus, then you can sit yourself up and you can be like, okay, I need to, to speak to my partner and I need to tell them that, I need to slow down at work or I need to make sure that my my work is is good or my business is running good so that I can actually build a system to focus on my family, right? So um, another thing could be like... Um, what else? Uh, what's another example? Maybe the focus is building the business. So then you need to go to your other pillars and you need to, to speak to your family and, and be like, listen, 
mom, auntie, whatever you know your title is um, in the household is, I'm going to be launching a podcast or I'm going to be writing a book this year and I'm going to be needing an hour once every Sunday to of no interruptions. And this is this is a team effort, y'all. It's like I'm going to need that, you know, from y'all's where I can, I need an hour of no distractions because I'm studying, I'm going back to school, I'm writing a book or I need to do this thing and this is this is for all of us. And so when you're focused on that, you know, pillar you're also focusing on maintaining the others by communicating that to your family so that they don't feel abandoned and they also feel that they're part of your home right so that was just an example that I wanted to to um to mention remember that you know when you're building or you're maintaining a foundation just like building a home it takes time it's not going to take a day like even if you watch those home over renovations that those that probably took a whole weekend or even a whole two weeks just to do a renovation and so remember to give yourself a lot of grace and time when you are reflecting on these things it's not something that comes quick and easy when you're building a really stable home and a stable foundation it takes a lot of love and a lot of patience and a lot of time now let's move over to step number four identify one habit a non-negotiable habit with under each pillar that you can do consistently so remember we want to make sure that we focus on each pillar that we don't ignore one pillar that we give a hundred percent to the career or we give a hundred percent to the family remember these pillars are all interconnected if you ignore one it it will kind of top, topple down like a domino effect. So what is one negotiable small habit, going back to the concept of Atomic Habits by James Clear, that you can do consistently, whether that's daily, weekly, monthly, to make sure that you are maintaining the foundation of your internal home. So an example could be, let's talk about the pillar of health, right? So maybe the focus for you or just looking at the pillar of health is um, maybe you have a lot of things right now on your career and also, you know, within your family and, you know, you may not go to the gym five times a week anymore. So what is a small non-negotiable habit to make sure that you're still maintaining your health? Something so small is literally a 30 minute walk once a week. Maybe you're like, you know what, every Sunday before church or whatever that may be when I wake up, that's going to be a non-negotiable habit for me. It's my day off. I can carve out 30 minutes before the kids wake up or whatever that may be, um, before Sunday brunch, before, you know, I watch the football game or whatever that may be. Um, and to just do 30 minutes of walking on the treadmill or around the block so that that you make sure that you are still maintaining your health. And even if it's something small, you know that you can check it off and that you know that that pillar is still solid because you are walking for 30 minutes once a week. And that helps you because then that's your self-care, that's your health. And when you're filling your cup, then that, that means you can pour into your family, you can pour into your career. So do you see what I'm seeing here, what I'm saying here that just the small things, the non-negotiable habits, they're all interconnected and they're all important. Um, another thing that you can do is let's say that um, uh, what's another non-negotiable um, thing for you? Maybe it's, you know, in under your career, maybe it is you're, you're going back to school or you're doing a side hustle or you're, you're launching the podcast. Maybe the non-negotiable for you is, you know what, no matter rain or shine, 
I need to dedicate that one hour to study. I need to dedicate this one hour to record a podcast, to write a book or to have 20,000 words, whatever that may be. And so I need to communicate that to my work, to my family, to my friends, whoever that may be. So I make sure that everything is accounted for and I make sure that I'm working towards that. So once a week or every bi-weekly, I take an hour to myself to work on this career project, this passion project. And so at least you're working towards that. Step number five, give yourself grace, patience, and love. If I could go back to my 25-year-old self or 27-year-old self, whatever age that I was in when I moved back to LA and then to New York, damn, I wish I could hug her. I wish I could hold her hand. I wish I could, you know, just brush her hair and be like, girl, (laughs) you are doing a lot of courageous things. You got the balls. You got the lady balls to do what you're doing, to do it by yourself. Like, I don't I don't think I even recognized how courageous it was to move to a brand new city that literally, to sell your car and to buy a one-way ticket. Like, when I tell people that they're like, and I'm not trying to gas myself up here, I'm just, I'm just communicating to you that sometimes when you're going through a moment of starting over, people don't realize that it takes a lot of courage. And I mentioned this on threads this morning where, It takes a lot of internal dialogue and a lot of internal battles in making decisions to start over, whether that's leaving a marriage, leaving a 10-year relationship, leaving a job, a career, an industry that you've been in for 10 years, leaving your hometown or a city that you've built a home in. There's a lot of internal dialogue before the decision of starting over, right? It's something that there's a a lot that happens within your brain that happens with me where it's like, nah, like I'm safe here. I'm good here. I should be grateful. And you kind of like downplay it. Right. And then you're like, you know what? No, like there's just this calling inside of you to start over. And once you do that, a lot of people, it could be your family. It could be like your immediate family, your friends being like, you're crazy. When I moved to New York, I had friends, like my best friends at that time telling me you're running away. Like, what are you doing? You're being impulsive. And maybe I was, but at the same time, they did not know what the internal dialogue that I had within probably the three months leading up to me to sell my car and to to book a one-way ticket, right? Like it was drastic to them, but for me, it was something that was an internal dialogue almost every day of my waking hour, just being like, you know what? There's all these opportunities there. Life is demanding me to start over. So I think I got to make make the move, right? And so give yourself a lot of grace, a lot of patience, and a lot of love. And give yourself time. Don't rush the process. And if you make a mistake, give yourself more grace, more patience, more love. That's something that I didn't do. Whenever I made a mistake, I would berate myself. I talked about this in a previous episode of, of a toxic habit that I've been doing for the past who knows long that, you know, whenever I make a mistake, it's like I come down so hard on myself. But when I'm talking to y'all, when I'm talking to my friends, I give them so much love and grace and patience. I'm like, I'm not even a good friend to myself. So whatever you're going through right now, I understand that you may be going through a lot of internal battles and dialogue that is, you know, coming to the decision of starting over and making that decision and being at peace with it, even though, it may be hurtful to, you know, yourself, you may take 
you may need time to grieve. And starting over can mean something as little as, you know what, I want to completely change, you know, my, my diet and exercise, my lifestyle. It doesn't mean moving to a city. It doesn't mean changing. It doesn't have to be this drastic thing. Starting over can literally mean, you know what, I realize that my friends are not really my friends. These people have been gossiping behind my back, and so I, I want a fresh do-over on my friendships. Maybe starting over for you could be like, you know what? I want to become a book girly. That community seems popping. I don't know what the heck. Like, I don't even have a big vocabulary. I don't even know if I know how to read, <laughs> you know? like, And I want to get back into reading. Like, starting over can be as simple as just changing something that actually can just change your whole identity. So no matter what starting over means to you, give yourself a lot of grace, patience, and love. Because I, I never thought that I would become a California or a Miami beach girly. Like that was my identity. Now I don't even want to go to the beach unless it's for a run or for reading a book or like a walk with a friend. I'm now like a season cabin mountain girly. Like I want to rent a cabin, you know, in upstate New York, um, or in Vermont during the winter time, you know, by the fire, reading a book, cooking pasta. Like, do you see like my identity completely shifted because I started over? And so give yourself a lot of grace and a lot of time to really grow into whatever life is demanding you in this moment in time. So those were the five steps that I'm doing in this new era of my life to really um, intentionally start over for a better year and for a better me. Um, one thing that came to mind is if you have a question and you're like, well, Lucy, I don't know what what my four pillars are and I know that I had previous experience in kind of just reflecting what you know what is important to me then um, and now and so I would say the advice for that would be to date yourself I think in any new city in any new era whether even if you're not moving new cities even if you're if you've been in the same city and you're starting over when it comes to friendships or jobs is to date yourself, get to know yourself all over. Because sometimes when you're starting over, it does require a different version of you. And and requiring a different version of you requires a different hobby, a lifestyle, a different habit, a different way of thinking. And so date yourself, go on solo dates, go on the artist way dates by Joga Cameron, do something new, do something creative, find out like what is bringing you joy. Maybe it's no longer watching TV, maybe it's books, maybe books are no longer your thing but maybe it's actually spin class. Maybe running is no longer your thing, but actually hiking in nature. So go on dates, go on solo dates, have dinner out. That's exactly what I did when I moved to New York City and even in times in South Florida and even in, in California, I, I would just go on and have brunch by myself and have coffee and I would bring a journal, listen to a podcast and that, that all takes time. So if you're still figuring that out, that is a-okay, just go ahead and date yourself. Get to know who the hell you are in this new era of your life. Are y'all starting over this year? Is this something that, you know, resonated with you? I want to hear from you. And if this is the first time or if this is the third time that you're starting over, then don't don't look at it as a failure, which is exactly what I did. Make sure you look at it as a new start or a new trajectory of your life. It's, it's amazing how you can live one life, but so many different lifetimes. Make sure that you look at the mistakes, the trial, the, the tribulations, and the errors, exactly what I did, and focus on not just, you know, a better you, but a better a year and a better life, right? And so in order to do that, 
maybe you just need to look at the foundation. Maybe you just need to build a better system and, and look at where were the cracks? Where are the things that I didn't maintain? What are the things that I overlooked? What are the things that I didn't really focus on or the things that I neglected? Because I really put one pillar all my focus on attention, which was my career or your family or your health, whatever that may be. So that was my mistake. And I hope that sharing this, you know, my mistakes and kind of like sharing my my brainstorm of recreating my systems of how to start over intentionally. I hope that this is Oh, this resonated and this was helpful for y'all's. How was your sushi bake? How did it turn out? If this was the first time or the hundredth time that you made it, please share how it turned out over on threads or over on Instagram because I want to see how it turned out. Um, this was definitely an experience for me. I was kind of nervous making it <laughs> when it comes to using the oven. I just, I'm not a baker <laughs> per se. I, I'm more of just like, I love to just cook on the stove. Um, but I actually really loved how mine turned out. I think... I might make a few adjustments maybe moving forward, but um, I, it was so fun to make and it was also so fun to eat. So um, I definitely, definitely enjoyed trying something new. Um, thanks for babbling with me today as we tried to make our sushi bake and talking about how to intentionally start over. Starting over, adulting, or just anything in life is just hard these days, y'all. So something as simple as having this conversation, I hope that this is a resource for you. If this resonated or if this resonates with a friend, tell a friend to bring a friend for next week. We're here every Thursday if you want to babble about all things in life and cook something or munch with me on the couch. Um, I would agree, greatly appreciate if you give this podcast five stars subscribe so that you make sure that you never miss out on any of the babbles make sure that you're following me over on threads and instagram and like i mentioned tell a friend to bring a friend the more the mirror maybe you guys cook in your home together while you press play and you listen to me talk about whatever it is that we babble about here in the bar babble community um thanks for stopping by y'all and if you are starting over congratulations on doing the damn thing. And if nobody has complimented you lately, you look cute doing it too. Until next time.